Topic 50 The Victorian Novel Point 1 Introduction The term Victorian has always had connotations of strict morality and old-fashioned, and on the other hand, it has also been related to family virtues. In fact, this complex age saw a great expansion of wealth and culture. In science and technology, the Victorians invented the modern idea of invention, that is, that a man can create new means of bettering himself and his environment. In religion, the Victorians experienced an age of doubt. In literature and the arts, they tried to combine romantic emphasis upon emotion and imagination with neoclassical stress on the public role of art and the artist's responsibility. In ideology, politics and society, they created innovations, democracy, feminism, workers' unions, socialism, Marxism, etc. The Victorian age is thought to parallel Queen Victoria's reign. Above all, it was an age of paradox, the Catholicism of the Oxford movement, the Evangelical movement, the rise of utilitarianism, Darwinism, etc. More than anything else, what makes Victorians Victorian is their sense of social responsibility, a basic attitude that obviously differentiates them from their immediate predecessors, the Romantic. Point 2. The Victorian Novel The Victorian era starts in 1832 with the passing of a reform bill that extended the vote to the lower middle class, breaking up the conservative landowners' monopoly in power. The middle classes were gradually taking over the control of economy. Victorian literature is varied in both style and subject matter. Variety comes from the writer's freedom and desires for off-experiment, and from the disagreement concerning the most appropriate mode to express instruction through literature. The novel was the most important literary form and it was the main source of entertainment. Novels often appeared in magazines by installments, which challenged the novelist to keep the reader's interests. Thus, the writer had a sense of how his audience was responding, and it was a very diverse audience, which ranged from well-read people to semi-literate household servants. Between 1830 and 1850, the novel enjoyed great popularity. Most Victorian novelists do not share the preoccupation of the Victorian poets and essayists with man's relationship to God. They were primarily concerned with man in society and the struggles to find himself or herself in relation to others regarding love and marriage, family and work. The best Victorian novels transcended the requirements of their audience and can be read by later generations for different and more profound reasons. Point 3. William M. Thackeray He was born in Calcutta, India. His parents were Anglo-Indian. When his father died, he was sent to England as a child. He was given the education of a gentleman. He studied law, but turned to journalism. He founded two unsuccessful periodicals. When his wife became insane, he tried to find consolation in travel and lecturing in the US, but after two years, he settled in London. His reputation rests on Vanity Fair and Henry Esmond. His satirical spirit against humanity, dominated by money and status, has gained him the reputation of a cynic. The Book of the Snobs collects sketches of London characters with mastery. The author is noted for his humorous and ironic portrayals of the middle and upper classes. His narrative skill and vivid characterization are evident in Vanity Fair. 
This masterpiece is an elaborate study of social relationships in early 19th century. Later on, he developed two lines open up in Vanity Fair, painting the London scene and writing historical novels demonstrating the connection between past and present. Pendennis brought about the first comparisons with Dickens' David Copperfield. The novel is semi-autobiographical and the author draws on his college life, his relationship with his mother and the publishing world. The history of Henry Esmond has a formal structure and shows a lot of historical research. Esmond, the narrator, falls in love with Beatrix, but disillusioned befriended her parents, whose mother becomes eventually his wife. The author recognizes his novel as his best. In the panoramic novel The Newcombs, whose target are snobbery and mercenary marriages, the good characters are dominant, but even they misbehave. The Virginians is a sequel about Henry Esmond and his wife in Virginia. In The Adventures of Philip, the love story is unfolded with sentimentality and humor. The incomplete Denis Duval appeared posthumously. Point 4. The Bronte Sisters Charlotte, Anne and Emily Bronte wrote poetry and novels. Charlotte and Emily, in particular, have had an important influence on English literature. Their parents were of Celtic stock. A strong religious feeling combined with the self-improvement by reading and study characterized the household climate. Six children were born in rapid succession. Their mother died very young. The sisters' experiences as governess will furnish their writings. 4.1. The works of Charlotte Bronte. Charlotte considered writing a career, but publishers rejected her first novel, The Professor. For her next novel, she devised a melodramatic plot, Jane Eyre. Here there is a perfect fusion of realism and romance. Jane, an orphan governess, falls in love with her Byronic employer, but at the wedding she discovers that he keeps his insane wife in clothes. The story is told with terrific intensity. The agonies of Jane, the death of Helen and the exquisite love scenes are presented so powerfully and movingly in such simple telling language that they cannot be read without emotion. For the first time, the new woman's position in society is represented. Shirley was similar to the novels of Jane Austen in that it was a study of the daily life. The novel was a representation of Emily and carries out the master-pupil-love relationship. Her last novel, Villette, was the story of a young orphan, Lucy Stowe, who works as a teacher and falls in love with another teacher, but this time she's not happily in love. It anticipates a 20th century novel in the psychological realism of its central character. As for her poems of real life, the attempt to evoke emotion is false. They tend to narrative and incident rather than to lyrical intensity. 4.2. The works of Emily Bronte Although it was Charlotte who was the most famous and popular of the three sisters during her own lifetime, it's Emily's Wuthering Heights that is today considered the greatest contribution that the sisters made to literature. Her poem stands out for the strange rhythm and the exact choice of words. She scorns elaboration. Her words are austere, the meters varied, but not new. As for the ideas her poems express, they are not outdated. They remain in advance of the thought of their time. In both Wuthering Heights and her poems, local and universal elements are combined. Wuthering Heights is the story of two families and their relationship with Heathcliff, an orphan. It's the least autobiographical of any of the sisters' writings. 
In contrast to most Victorian writing, it limited itself to the world of its characters and was more about what the characters thought than what they did. The book begins towards the end of the story, when Heathcliff is triumphant over the descendants of two families. Within her narrative come other first-person narratives which are not chronological. The complex method renders suspense. The action is based on profound love and hate. The story may be a metaphor of the social struggle. Point 5. George Eliot George Eliot is the pseudonym for Mary Ayn Evans. She wrote important essays in German and began translating Spinoza. These works led her to meet the publisher John Chapman, who became his managing editor. She was drawn to an intellectual circle which influenced her towards free thinking and radical political causes. She began writing fiction in 1856. Her first collection of stories appeared as scenes of chronological life. This was followed by tales based on local events. Her first long novel was Adam Bede. This was rich in humor. The Mill on the Floss stands out for its remarkable portrayal of childhood and the study of Maggie's mingled motives to save his brother's life reaches a new level of psychological subtlety. In Silas Marner, brevity and perfect form made this story well known. Felix Holt, The Radical and Middlemarch are set at the time of the Reform Bill. Daniel Duronda is built on the contrast between poor Jewish girl and an upper-class woman who married for money and regrets it. Her last work was a book of essays called Problems of Life and Mind. George Eliot discussed serious moral issues. Her prose is excellent and well-balanced. Point 6. Thomas Hardy. He was born in Dorset and worked as an assistant of two architects. His early experience of rural life with its seasonal rhythms and oral culture was fundamental in his writing. His first novel, The Poor Man and the Lady, was never published. His career may be said to begin with desperate remedies. Under the Greenwood Tree evokes within a simple marriage plot an episode of social change and remembers with nostalgia his boyhood. At that time the Industrial Revolution was replacing a tranquil way of life. He wrote other novels such as A Pair of Blue Eyes and Far From the Maddening Crowd. Harry wrote from his personal knowledge and experience. His characters were drawn from people real and remembered and his settings were in locations known to him. He changed the names to indicate that though the places were real, the events were fiction. In the novel The Return of the Native depicts the distractuous marriage between the romantic woman longing for passionate experiences and the returning native who is blinded to his wife's needs. He also wrote The Major of Castlebridge. Wessex Tales was the first collection of the short stories that had been published in the magazine. Hardy's short novel The World Beloved displays hostility to marriage that related to increasing frictions within his own marriage. Tess of the Doberville and Judge the Obscure was considered his finest novels. Point 7. Charles Dickens He is perhaps the greatest novelist of English. His father was a government clerk, but due to Dickens' parents' financial responsibility, Dickens had an unsettled childhood. As a child, had to live in different places and started working when he was 12. Consequently, his early life had an influence on his writings as he reported about afflicted and frustrated children due to the pressures of an urban and commercialized environment. 
He was a voracious reader. His tone was sharp, witted, and detached. His style was characterized by his interest in social reform, his imagination, his humor, and pathos. All of Dickens' major novels were published serially in monthly or weekly installments. His characters are memorable in fiction, and they often based on people that Dickens knew. He followed the 18th century tradition of Fielding and Smollett and began to use many comic, often eccentric characters. We can divide his prolific literary production into three periods. 1. Early period. Dickens' early works are his best-liked works. He contributed to the old monthly magazine and went on to write sketches which were caricatures of the life of the time. The Pickwick Papers is a novel made up by a series of sketches held together by the adventures of Pickwick and his friends. He used the form of the picaresque novel and a comic imagination that he had inherited from his 18th century predecessors. In Oliver Twist, the author attacks workhouse conditions and London's criminal infested slums through the nightmarish experience of an innocent boy. The transition from Pickwick to Oliver Twist is considered as a change from comedy to tragedy. Dickens' next step was to make the two on equal terms. Nicholas Nickleby is even more melodramatic. The Old Curiosity Shop is about an unfortunate heroine who leaves the corrupt city to find peace, but the countryside represents death. The novel contains the most imaginative humor. He also wrote Barnaby Rudge during this period. 2. Intermediate period. His first visit to America interrupted his literary development and his experience resulted in two unflattering books. He went to Italy and there he wrote The Chimes and A Christmas Carol. The latter is about short Christmas stories that have become a Christmas tradition. 3. Late period. He never ceased to experiment with forms, themes and characters. Each novel was built on the previous one, but yet something new was added. The structural unity missing in the early novels is present in this period. Social criticism moves from specific cases to the entire society. David Copperfield was written with tenderness, for there is something of autobiographical. The novel is Dickens' most varied and serious and his personal favorite. In Bleak House, the satire on the law's delays urged reforms. Never did the author depict more vividly the London streets, the graveyards, or the old houses tainted with old crimes. Little Dorrit demands the regeneration of men. He analyzed society completely and expressed a deep social pessimism. Hard Times is not simply an attack on capitalism, but on the sordid industrial life it had brought about and on human nature itself. A Tale of Two Cities is a romance set in the French Revolution. He also wrote Great Expectations, Our Mutual Friend, and the mystery of Edwin Drood. These three novels show an increasing fascination with the macabre themes of crime. His greatness and influence on later writers has always been recognized. Point 8. Conclusion. This period was considered one of the most brilliant in English literature because of the amount of important writers, the bulk of works produced by them, and mainly because of the quality of those works. Although Thackeray was regarded as the only possible rival of Dickens, he omits the whole world of industrial capitalism and labor. He fails to perceive the connection between industrialism and the world of London's finance. He also fails entirely to see the major association of that century, the association of industrialism and utilitarianism. 
Finally, we have a group of women writers. We may say that this is the first time we have so many playing such an important role in the field of authorship. All of them had their own personal style, sharing the pictures of domestic life of their values and the skill of creating characters with a life of their own. Foreign language learning includes grammatical competence, communicative competence, language proficiency and cultural competence. The acquisition of cultural knowledge is an integral part of the foreign language learning. It includes history, politics, communication styles, or values, and of course, literature. In this world of internet and globalization, our students' knowledge of literature will make them understand the world and value the Roman culture. Within a communicative approach to the le teaching learning process of an FL, working with a variety of literary texts, selecting those which best suit our students' interest and level, will increase their motivation and improve the development of the skills. It will be useful to acquire vocabulary and grammar, or lexical grammar, as Halliday proposes. As part of the reading encouragement plan and the linguistic project, our students will read some graded readers during the course to practice extensive reading, being some of the titles proposed, classical fiction works, as Jane Eyre, Wuthering Heights, or Tess of the Dovervilles. Knowing one's own literature is necessary to appreciate literature in a foreign language, so we can make a parallelism with realistic 19th century Spanish novels working in an integrated unit of work with the Spanish language department. The cultural context is basic to understand literature. Victorian novels played a huge role in the history of English literature and the picture of the British society of the time, and EFL lessons are not just about teaching language. We need to teach culture to our students to provide them with a full picture. Literary texts, apart from developing the students' linguistic competence, will also promote other key competences as the social and civic, cultural and artistic, or personal initiative competences. The digital competence will also be present as well as motivation when using ebooks and tablet applications to read. There are many film adaptations of literary works that can be a useful tool in our foreign language lessons. Middlemarch, Wuthering Heights, Vanity Fair, Christmas Carol, etc.